Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Thank you so very much for joining us for another adventure in the spirit. I'm so encouraged by you guys who are subscribing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It's available on all podcast platforms on Apple, Spotify, Google, the Charisma Podcast Network. It's on Podbean. It's on TuneIn. It's everywhere. So please feel free to subscribe. You can even subscribe on Facebook. You can su- subscribe on YouTube if you want to watch it uh, on video and uh, other things like that. But guys, uh, I, I want to encourage you guys, we love to activate people to hear God's voice, to prophesy. So there is a free download available for you to hear God's voice for five days and prophesy over people and some supernatural exercises. But most importantly, to draw near to Jesus. You know, it's all about him. I'm excited for my special guest today. I have John Matarazzo, who's part of, he's been part of Youth with a Mission, and I was just part of them for a few months, and 23 years ago I was part of them, so if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you went through that series of YWAM Voices, but John is a TV producer, he's a podcast producer, Uh, he's been a part of Missions, and he's currently uh, serving the Charisma uh, podcast network. He's a personal friend of mine. So he's got a podcast called Along the Way, and it is among some of the top five or three or 10% of podcasts. So please welcome John Matarazzo to Adventures in the Spirit. John, welcome. It's an honor and a pleasure to have you on, brother. Hey, Jared. It's a pleasure to be on with you, my friend. Um, yeah, we've connected a little bit ago whenever I started at Charisma with the Charisma Podcast Network. Um, just doing, you know, I come along as a coach uh, to help our to help our podcasters grow their podcasting because I have that I have TV experience and podcasting experience. And uh, to top it off, as you said, I have a missional heart for my eight years in YWAM. So uh, it's kind of like a, a unique combination to be able to connect with people. And uh, we connected right away. So I'm glad to be able to do this podcast episode with you. Well, it's an honor and a pleasure, brother. Um, I know that you've got a cool background, and I do not. I'm currently in between houses, but my next house, You'll get I there. promise, I'm building out a studio. So that's exciting. Awesome, uh, awesome. John, I'd love to hear your backstory. Uh, how did God call you? I mean, that's a loaded question. But yeah. how did you come to know Jesus? And then how was how did he call you into media? So I came to know Jesus by the grace of God, I was four years old, grew up in a great Christian family, um, prayed the prayer when I was four years old. But really, when I was 15 is when I decided to make Jesus the Lord of my life, not just the forgiver of my past. In my uh, my home church back in Pittsburgh, we use the phrase, make Jesus the forgiver of your past and the leader of your future. So it's kind of like I like didn't do those on the same day. I kind of waited for several years, you know. I made Jesus the forgiver of my past when I was four years old. So I hadn't done too, too much, but, you know, I probably stolen some cookies and things like that, you know, definitely enough to be, to be considered a sinner. But um, when I was 15, I decided to really make Jesus the leader into my future and to really submit my future and my whole life to him. Um, But as I, as I look at my life, um, 
I really know that God has always had a call for me in media. Um, and sometimes you don't realize it in the moment, but as you look back, um, you, you see it's, it's evidence in different places and kind of like, um, you know, just here's little clues along the way, which is a really cool thing. When I was a kid, I had this toy, which I'm actually trying to find another one of it on eBay or something right now, but it was this little yellow Fisher price microphone that it had, you know, different keys and like, you know, it had like kind of like a keyboard on it. But the cool thing about this microphone was that you could tune it to a, it had an, it had an FM transmitter in it. So you could tune it to a frequency that was available on within, you know, a certain span on your radio. And if you were within 15 to 20 feet, you could hear yourself on the speakers, which was super cool. And I thought that was great. Well, I really had in my heart that I wanted to be able to tell people about Jesus as they were driving by, not really thinking about the range of it and, you know, just how fast people were going to go by. Like, literally, it's I can't do the gospel in five seconds, but, um, you know, like, but that was on my heart. You know, I wanted to use this little yellow microphone uh, that Fisher Price made to tell people about Jesus. And so that has kind of always been on my heart, even from a young age. And then I kind of lost that. I thought, if I'm going to be in media, I don't know anybody in media. This doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I don't have any connections that would work. And this as a kid, I kind of like had this dream and then I let it die because of discouragement. And uh, it really wasn't until my, <laughs> my days in YWAM, where I was uh, just finished my dissection training school. Um, I did that in, in the fall of 2003. So this is the spring of 2004. I'm going through the University of the Nations catalog. Uh, so this is, we still had just dial up internet back then at the YWAM base oh, yeah. that I was at. Um, and so like getting online was kind of a big deal. So we actually had the physical catalogs, which YWAM has, at least at that point, about a thousand different missionary training bases around the world. And um, I was drawn to the communication section and there was one, there was a base that offered a, um, it was the media village base in Colk Bay, South Africa, and they had a school for radio broadcasting. Um, and, uh, so I was like immediately something within my heart just jumped and I was like, oh, this is, this is amazing. Uh, this is definitely what I, I, I want to do this, but I don't know anybody in South Africa. I don't know anybody that's been to South Africa and I just, I rationed, all right. You know, I, I'd use my own rationale to almost trick myself out of the call that God has for me. So, but I, I had this little prayer and I said, God, if this is something you want me to do, then can you please connect me with somebody or let me visit the school or something before I commit to paying thousands of dollars to do something that may not be may or may May not be what you've called me to do. And so forgot that I prayed that. And within a year, um, there was an opportunity to go to South Africa and I had forgotten about that. So whenever this opportunity came up, I, our base directors were invited to go speak at a training seminar, at a training school for a full week. And they invited um, some of our staff to go along so that we could support them in dance and drama training, and then just helping them, you know, go alongside of the students in that, in that class. 
And I just felt like this, my heart beating to go on this trip. And I'm like, why am I so interested in this? And that later that day, I was uh, actually cutting grass at uh, one of our staff properties. Cause in YWAM, you know, you don't just, yeah. uh, you're not just sitting around all day, you know, uh, trying to raise money or, you know, whenever you're, you're going to, you're going to stay busy basically. And so I was doing maintenance at that and cutting grass. And I had this moment with God where I was like, God, I don't understand like why this is such a, why I feel so drawn. And I kind of felt like God hit me like with a two by four across the back of my head, but spiritually. So, you know, that didn't actually get a bumps or bruises, but I, I heard God say to me, this is what you got. This is what you asked for. This is your opportunity to go and check this out. And I'm like, oh, I had forgotten that I prayed that prayer. I had forgotten that I said that. And um, so first and foremost, God doesn't forget the prayers that you forget about. And uh, right. he will bring them back up as as needed. <laughs> so just keep that in mind, everybody that's listening, because this is that's a lesson that I've, I'm continually reminding myself of. So I ended up having the opportunity to go on that trip. And God provided miraculously for me to to actually go. And it was one of those times where I had my bags packed and I didn't have all the money yet. Like we were leaving for the airport in, in like a, like two hours and I still needed several hundred dollars in order for me to actually go. And by the grace of God, it came in and it was just a big faith walk. Well, the, the school that we were going to be ministering at was literally a few kilometers or to you know people on this side of the pond a few miles away from the where the school was or where the media village school was and uh they knew some people there and so i was actually able to not only visit the school but talk to the school director at that time and so whenever i came back i was like i'm gonna go to the next one and that didn't even happen like the, whenever i tried to sign up for it they didn't have that school and then for the next the next time I was available, they didn't have it or they had it and I wasn't available. And that kept going on for several years. Um, it, in 2005, I had the opportunity to go check it out, but it wasn't until 2009 that my schedule and their schedule lined up with God's schedule. And um, I finally got to go in 2009 and had an amazing, amazing time, uh, learned so three months and then came back. After graduating from that, I got to be the top student uh, in that class, which was pretty cool. Um, a lot of our projects that we did ended up actually going on the radio uh, for a local Christian station there. So that was, you know, a, a really cool opportunity with that. And I thought when that school was done that God was going to open up doors for me in radio. And I was very confused when it didn't happen quite like that. But the thing that I went to to the radio school thinking that I was going to come away with was that I was going to be a DJ, that I was going to sit behind a microphone and just play songs and then for a minute or two, tell people about Jesus in between songs. That's kind of all that I was thinking about. Well, my favorite project that I did in the radio school was one of the most difficult ones, and it was a documentary. We had to do a 15-minute radio documentary kind of like an NPR style. So it was like, I had to add sound effects and all these different things and really tell a good story. But I found that I loved doing that. And whenever I came back to the States, I uh, got back involved with the YWAM base that I was uh, a part of before. 
And then I was asked to be the discipleship training school director. And so I was in charge of our schools. So it's three months classroom training and then two months of an overseas outreach. But we needed somebody to record and make a video from those outreaches. Well, our guy that used to do that wasn't there anymore. And so because I knew how to edit for audio, we were like, well, let's try You can do video too. <laughs> it's like, well, there's, right. a, there's a little bit of a learning curve with that, but I'll, I'll do it. So not only was I leading the school, I had to do the video stuff as well. And the first time I was like, oh, this is, I, I can do this. This is, this is interesting. Um, but I think I, I know that I can do better and I, I can tell a better story for the next one. And then the next one got better. The third one I was using narration, I recorded a song from an African uh, church when we were in Liberia. And I used that as kind of like a backdrop, a backdrop, uh, background music and was telling stories and just really worked in some of those things that weren't happening in previous um, discipleship training school wrap up videos and things like that. So there's a Christian television station in Pittsburgh where I was, where I was from. And, um, one of the executives there I was already friends with, but he started really paying attention to the work that I was doing. And he said to me, John, you really do have a gifting and a call into media. And God's telling me to take you under my wing. And he wow. was producing a weekly television program that was interview uh, music and uh, some sitcom elements all wrapped up into the same show. And so I basically got to be a volunteer associate producer for a little while and then God transitioned me out of YWAM and, and opened up a door for me to be at the TV station uh, part-time and then part-time led to full-time as an assistant producer for our daily program, uh, which I was like blown away because I didn't go to college. I just said, okay, God, wherever you're going to lead me, I'm going to go. And God opened up the door for me to learn on the job uh, as a as a television producer first and as, a, as an assistant and then assistant for our flagship program and then a year and a half after that uh, so this was now the January of 2015 um, the lead producer of our daily program moved away and I was asked to be the guy producing our daily program and I said okay this is this is exciting I learned a lot at that point already and was starting to put things into practice. And so I was really running the show and uh, working with our with our um, technical team and working with the hosts and the guests and trying to help. We had a great team, which which made my life really easy at that point. I by the end of that, I had produced just shy of 1400 episodes of this television program. It was called Real Life. And then we changed it during COVID because we had to restructure everything and reformat it um, into it's called Hope Today now. And um, so it was it was an hour live and then we restructured it and it was a half hour live, but almost 1400 episodes of that. And so a lot of great opportunities within within that world and the people that I was meeting. And then in 2018, God spoke to me about starting a podcast, uh, which is called Along the Way. And I actually got that started in 2019. Um, and then um, 
thought I was going to do it just every other week. And then God just kept providing guests and the opportunities for me to put them out every week for the first couple of years. I've slowed down a little bit since moving here to Orlando to work with Charisma. Um, but I'm still trying to get I'm trying to get those back to a weekly thing again. But uh, yeah, my podcast, I've got 112, 111 episodes or something like that right now. Um, and then just just under uh, 120,000 downloads, which I'm excited about. But the thing that I'm most excited about is the fact that as God called me off the mission field where I was a missionary to 15 different countries over those eight years, I was confused uh, like god why are you calling me off the mission field like i feel like i'm not as effective but whenever i look at my the the numbers for my podcast and i see that my voice has gone to 200 nations around the world i'm humbled by that and when i was struggling with some of that god what am i really doing um god said your feet have been to 15 but your voice has been to 200 nations and you're reaching more people because of that now. And I just realized that, you know, when God calls you to do something, be faithful with what that is and don't compare it to somebody else's calling and grow with what God's called you to do. And so doing podcasting has opened up a door for me to work at Charisma uh, and work with the podcast network now. And so now I get to help other podcasters. And because of my TV production experience and just production experience, it's nice to be able to help people see things in a different way to help bring out who they really are and the personality that they can be to help communicate the gospel, to help communicate the, the hope of, of Jesus Christ, the, about the fruit of the spirit, how the, the spirit really can change people's lives. And um, you can have adventures with the spirit with Jared Lasky, too. So, oh, uh, yeah, that too. but yeah. <laughs> Right before Jesus ascended into heaven, he gave his disciples the Great Commission, promising them the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. In Acts 1, verse 8, Jesus said, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. With the Holy Spirit as your teacher, Jared Lasky developed a new Bible study journaling system that is sure to equip you in your adventure with God. The Spirit Empowered Journal offers life-changing steps that will enhance your biblical studies. This journal will not only help you know how God spoke in the scripture, but also what he is speaking to you now. This is an incredible approach to Bible study, empowering your spiritual journey. Your relationship with the Holy Spirit and understanding of the scriptures will increase as you use the Spirit-Empowered Journal. Buy your paperback copy on Amazon.com or FirebornMinistries.com. I appreciate you sharing that because I want people to be inspired uh, about your story or my story. You know, um, I know we've all got different journeys, you know, uh, my journey is different than yours. And, uh, you know, I started DJing. I learned the radio systems in the Marine Corps. I'd actually tabled a movie directing, movie writing, dream and vision when I was 18. So I'd Hmm. gone through some classes, but then I went into YOM. God got a hold of me. I tabled movie directing for years and then mm. the Marine Corps taught me radio and frequencies and all kinds of different systems and, you know, uh, blue force tracker, all this. And then in time, like, um, I started DJing for a Christian radio station, current FM. God bless you guys. I love you in Virginia beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And then my wife uh, in about 2019 said, Jared, because we'd successfully closed a church plant. Um, hmm. And I know that some people are like, what? <laughs> anyway, we successfully closed a church plant. Um, if I was interviewing you, there would be more questions, but this is your show. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, if people who've listened you know, over time have understood the story behind that. But God, yeah. uh, my wife was like, Jared, you should start podcasting. So I did this one podcast called Adventures in God. I'd been blogging for God TV and Faithwire News mm. and Charisma for a while. And then it, it the door opened, you know, I, I know who it was right. I interviewed that had opened the door with Charisma. And I was like, yeah, dude, to be part of Charisma, because I was listening to Sean Bowles, like constantly. Mm. Okay. And my goal was to be part of Charisma Podcast Network. And then uh, Adventures in God rebranded beginning of 2020, became Adventures in the Spirit. And uh, been rock and rolling ever since. Honestly, I get scared. I've got a lot of content right now. I've been releasing one a week. I might try to do mm -hmm. two a week for a little while because I get scared of the content and you know I save it in two yeah. or three places. But still, I'm like, oh, I need to anyway. But um, get it out there. I want. What would you tell someone who needs some encouragement? I mean, I met a podcaster. Uh, just he's just a, uh, an hour from here, and he's kind of mm -hmm. discouraged. You mm -hmm. know, uh, what would you say to someone who's got creative skills? who want to do something, but they don't know where to start. And then how would you, so I guess it's kind of two questions. How would you encourage a person to get started? And how would you encourage someone who's discouraged, who's, who's in the process of doing media ministry? Yeah. So I think one of the things that uh, is one of the biggest hurdles that people have to deal with is getting over the fact that, man, I don't think I have anything to say. You know, like, I don't think anybody would really want to listen to what I had to say, but you feel like this call that you feel like this desire, but you're like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Well, I want to encourage you that you don't have to do all the talking. You can rely on the Holy Spirit, listen to his guidance. Um, my pod review based. I do a lot of listening. I do a lot of asking questions and listening to the Holy Spirit and asking the questions that he wants me to ask. You can do that, too. You know, I, I try to make sure that when the Holy Spirit is trying to get my attention, that I give it to him. And, you know, sometimes like I just have to be quiet a little bit and it's OK to be quiet in a, in a slightly uncomfortable conversation where you can just take a breath. And let the Holy Spirit lead and guide you as opposed to just trying to fill what we, what you would consider dead air. Um, sometimes you just need to let the Holy Spirit breathe into a situation. Um, in regards of where to get started, I think it, figuring out what your FAQs are, your frequently asked questions, what are things that people, that you've noticed that people normally ask you about? They ask your advice, they ask your opinion about things. That is probably where your level of expertise lies. Okay. So <clears throat> I'm not saying it's, it's a lie. I'm saying that's, that's the area that your expertise lives in. Um, so for me, people, because I'm in media and podcasting and I've been in TV, people ask me all the, all the time, how do I start a podcast? How do I, you know, if I want to become a better TV personality or things like that, people ask me that all the time. And I have to remind myself that I actually do have things to say about that. Um, and sometimes you just have to, excuse me, sometimes you just have to get started saying things and then you'll be surprised at what the Holy Spirit stirs up within you. Because um, I love that the Bible says this, um, 
you know, basically I'm going to summarize it because I can't remember it verbatim, but rely on the Holy Spirit and he's going to stir up. The, he's going to remind you of those things that you've learned. And so that's that is definitely for the Bible, but it's also for the other things that you've learned. And so sometimes as I'm talking with somebody, the Holy Spirit will say, bring this up. And that's what they need to hear. This is something that's going to change their show. It's going to change the way that they communicate. And um, so for me, that's that's kind of my area of expertise. And I get to use that to help people tell their stories better. And and uh, a lot of it comes to with active listening, too. But I would definitely suggest figuring out what your frequently asked questions are, what people come to you for advice, and then how can you kind of craft your message around that so that that's something that you can kind of always incorporate because that's what people are coming to you for already. Right. That's good advice. Thank you so very much for sharing that. Uh, here's another question because yeah. um, I started podcasting, you know, uh, what August, September, October of 2019. And that was Adventures in God, and then rebranded mm -hmm. on Charisma, Adventures in the Spirit, and then was rocking it. I mean, COVID, that whole thing in, in March of 2020, boom, I was, you know, uh, just going lots of content, lots of stuff. And there have been a mm -hmm. lot of podcasters that have come and gone during the last couple of years, right. you know. Um, so it, it seems like some things have wound down, but other things are leveling up. You know, I know that. Uh, people are a lot more forgiving currently in podcasting, <laughs> like mm -hmm. not having a cool background if you're in between houses or, you know, like you hear the dogs barking in the background. It's different than the radio yeah. world where everything is professional, which I was part of. Um, and then uh, I did an indie movie recently. So I'm continuing mm -hmm. to learn and, and, you know, learn new skills and things. But what do you see for the future of media ministry and specifically in podcasting? Yeah. The thing that I love about podcasting and really with indie films and things like that as well is that I really sense that we're as the body of Christ being drawn back to the concept of storytelling. Um, yes. Storytelling is so important yeah. and it is something that I will continue to talk about until the whole world knows that number one, we have the greatest story ever told but it doesn't need to be told every single time, okay? We don't need to tell the story of, of Jesus on the cross every single time, but we can share different principles that, that point to Jesus, you know, that, that, that teach. Um, because so many times Christian movies, Christian media can just become cliche that everybody knows where it's going. But we do have just great stories of walking with the Lord. And we can tell those stories and take back that media mountain, take back those things where um, we've really given it up. Um, I don't remember exactly when it was, but Christians vacated Hollywood, you know, early on because yeah. they said this is of the devil. And rather than being a light in a dark place, we decided to let the darkness gain strength. And now we've got people like yourself, people like uh, you know, on the Charisma Podcast Network, people that are doing videos, people that are doing movies, we got The Chosen, that are telling the greatest stories ever told in amazing, amazing ways that really speak to the human element that people can relate to. Um, and they're going to see lives changed in a way that we haven't been able to see or reach people. Um, my favorite book for this, um, and I actually do the audio book a lot because it's written, it's 
recorded by the author. And um, he's not a Christian, but he's a phenomenal storyteller. Um, so just keep that in mind as I make this recommendation. But his name is Matthew Dix, and his book is called Storyworthy. Um, and chapter seven in that book is something that I reference a lot. Uh, and it's got the, one of the best titles to a chapter in any book that I think I've ever seen. And it's that um, <clears throat> every story is really about a five second moment. And the subtitle of that chapter is, and Jurassic Park is not a story about dinosaurs. And so the whole concept of that is that there are five second moments in your life that those are the things that really stick out. Those are the moments that you remember and the story is based around, okay? That is the thing that we need to get really good at sharing and connecting with people. Because if we can bring people to that place, then there can be a life change. Case in point with Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is known for having these dinosaurs. You know, it's a dinosaur movie. I've never seen a dinosaur in real life. I can't really relate to a dinosaur. The reason that that is a great movie is because you have at the very opening scene, or not the very opening scene, the first time you meet our protagonist is Dr. Alan Grant. And he literally has this claw from a velociraptor and he's telling the story and scaring a kid um, in this tent on this on this um, this paleological, uh, this dinosaur dig, I'll just go with that term. And um, this kid's like scared. And then you have, then you have uh, Dr. Ellie Sattler come in and they're then talking and you realize as the viewer that they are in a relationship together, but they've kind of reached a dead end where she wants to have a family. He doesn't see the value in it and they're, they're not going to be able to move forward. And then they go to this Island um, and you know, there's dinosaurs and they're going to go check this out. And lo and behold, um, there's these two kids that, that come along on the journey and Dr. Alan Grant, who doesn't like kids, of course he gets put in their vehicle and then they have to escape the dinosaurs whenever everything goes crazy. There comes a point in the movie where they've escaped the Tyrannosaurus Rex. They, the vehicle has gone over a cliff and has gotten caught in a tree and they've survived by the grace of God or by the grace of Steven Spielberg in this case. Um, I'm not equating the two. I'm just saying he was the director. But, um, and so there's this moment where he, they're, they're like huddled together and Lex is scared. And Tim is telling some stupid jokes, you know, like basically dad jokes. And um, it, there's this beautiful moment where Lex asks uh, Dr. Grant, you know, what if they come back? And he says, I'm going to stay up all night. And there's a beautifully done scene or a beautifully done shot where basically he, he drops that, that, uh, that dinosaur claw from the beginning of the movie. And so you see that his heart has now changed. Really, that whole movie is based around that moment where he went from being somebody that's so far away from wanting a family to now he's going to risk his life to take care of these kids. And you know that he that this now he can have a relationship with Ellie Sattler and they're they can move forward. So the rest of the movie is just about them escaping to get to that point. That five second moment is really what defines that movie. And that's what relates. That's the human element that kind of brings everything together. And I love how Matthew Dix 
explains that. And if we as Christians can tell those stories and capture those five second moments in our own lives, and as we're talking with other people and help identify their five second moments where the Holy Spirit's really walking with them and Jesus is walking with them along the way in their life, which is what my podcast is all about, is finding those moments and learning from them, then we as Christians can tell the best stories and really lead to a, a society that's changed because we've seen the truth in a way that's relatable, not just in a way that, you know, it, it makes sense in, in theory and in principle, but it's also relatable and it's something that's inside of us. That is so good, John. Um, can we do an activation now with that in mind for those mm. viewing, those listening? Can you lead us in an activation for people to find, sure. find that? Yeah. yeah. Father God, we just come before you and we thank you that you are beyond time. God, you can reach from the from the beginnings of time to the end of time, and, and you know exactly where every single person is that is listening or watching this, and you know exactly what it is that they need to, how they need to encounter you so that they can have their own five-second moment with you, so that they can have that that life change where they can say, you know what, God's calling me to do this, and I've just been afraid. I don't know where to start. But God, we just pray right now, we just release those, those starting lines for people that they can take that first step. You don't have to win the race on your first step, but you got to take your first step to win the race. And God, we just pray in the name of Jesus that, that you would show them their steps that they need to take, that you would show them where to put one foot in front of the other, where to listen, where to be quiet, where to talk, where to shout and how to most importantly learn where you are leading them and just be attentive and aware to the things that you want them to be aware of god the story that is around us everywhere because this really this history god is your story it is his story god it's your story and we get to be a part of that god we ask you right now that as the author of history that you would write us into your story in a deeper way that you would write us into not just to be an extra not just to be a face in the crowd but can you write us please write us in a way that our lives are going to make an impact for so many other people all for the glory of god god help us help us to help you get the greatest story ever told out to the masses because time is short and we need to act now I bless all those that are listening and watching. I bless Jared for th having this podcast and being able to, to use his gifts and callings for you, God. I just pray that you would cause this message to go far and wide and that people would really, truly have adventures in your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. John, it was an honor and a pleasure to have you on this podcast. What is the best way for people to get more information about you? So my website is alongtheway.media. You can just type that into your web browser. Oh, thanks so much for putting that up on the screen. That's always wonderful. Alongtheway.media. Now, you don't see too many .medias, but that's like the, the .com, but it's .media. Alongtheway.media. You can see all of my podcast or all of my podcast episode there. And, you know, this is actually one of the first few times that I've been able to try some of this new stuff. And I'm, I, I want to learn from Jared about how to do more video podcasts. Because uh, I think like that's the next step that I need to do, and so be on the lookout for that. I already have uh, I have most of my episodes already up on YouTube, and they're just 
you can listen to them that way. But when I go to video, you'll be able to see them there too. So along the way media, you can find me at, at John along the way on Instagram. Um, I, I post a, a good bit there, but uh, that's pretty much it. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, John, for being part of this. And yeah, I didn't start video until a week before the lockdowns. Um, wow. And then it just, it went crazy. And, you know, there's a whole story about that, about the person I interviewed in my office and the prophetic word that he prophesied into 2020, 21, mm -hmm. you know, all that. Uh, it, it became one of the top five most significant prophetic words for the year. I mean, and it opened wow. up doors for Pakistan. So I'm here to serve you and anybody else who's interested in learning some of these things, bro. So guys, awesome. I want to encourage you, check out alongtheway.media. Check out Along the Way on all podcast platforms. Reach out to my buddy, John, there. And don't forget, subscribe, but always share Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky, available on all podcast platforms so much for listening to our conversation and adventures in the spirit we hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into jesus and launches you into your own adventure you can stay up to date with fireborn ministries by going to our website firebornministries.com and like us on facebook and may you have your own adventures in the spirit